Amen. I want to invite you to take a copy of God's Word and find with me John chapter 15. John chapter 15, and we're going to begin reading today in verse 12. We're going to read verses 12 down through 17, but we're just going to sort of pray through John 15. And while you're looking for that, verses 12 through 17, I want to encourage you, uh, if you have served uh, the Lord by serving our country in the armed forces, any branch of the armed forces, I want to invite you to stand to your feet and just remain standing for a minute. Um, will you do that now, everybody who has served the Lord by serving our country? Just stand and continue to stand. And anyone else, any ladies who have served? Uh, church family, just continue to stand, fellas, because I'm going someplace with this. If you're thankful for these men, uh, would you give the Lord a hand? Will you do that? Um, and guys, I, I want to invite you just to continue to stand. Uh, Memorial Day is a day that we give thanks for those who have gone before us, for those who have served to provide the freedom that we enjoy today. Uh, I'm so gospel-centered, sometimes people will say, are you not a patriot? It seems like sometimes you're anti-American. And I want to tell you, I've been to multiple countries, and they're by far the best country that I've ever been in is America. Uh, if I could choose to live in any uh, country, I would, if it was my choice, I would just choose America. That doesn't mean that the Lord won't call Tracy and I to another country someday. But I'm highly patriotic. It would be a blessing if uh, our boys needed to uh, enlist, if I needed to enlist. I don't know what they're going to do with me, 54 and 300 pounds. But uh, if I could go serve as a chaplain, I, I'd be glad to do that. So I'm extremely patriotic. And I want you all to hear what I'm about to say. Um, in an age where many people are crying out for socialism, and an age when a lot of people are crying out for pacifism, and they're not understanding uh, at all just war and tyranny, um, we need to be incredibly thankful for our military, uh, for those who fight for our freedom, for those who guard our country, and we need to understand that the education that we receive in our secular universities uh, is not a healthy thing. And it's uh, oftentimes filled um, with the doctrine of um, being passive and uh, letting everyone else deal with their own problems and us never standing up uh, for the injustices around the world. And I want to say to you, uh, to, to whom much has been given, much is required. Uh, we don't go looking for fights, but um, we have this precious gospel that um, declares that we do have freedom. It's a spiritual freedom that we have, and there's nothing like um, being able to try to serve the Lord and allow that gospel to go forward. We do not believe in communism. Uh, we do not believe in socialism. We believe in the gospel that gives men and w women a right to be free. If you believe that, say amen. amen. And so with that, I'm asking all of you men to stand. And uh, church family, I want us to uh, pray for our country. I want us to give thanks for those who have gone before us, who have served us well. On Memorial Day, I know... A lot of people are thinking about moms and dads and brothers and sisters and children who have gone on before them, aunts and uncles and grandparents, and cemeteries are littered with flowers. And just um, it's just part of what we do Memorial Day weekend. But particularly as we give thanks for our family,
let's also give thanks for uh, the Lord, uh, how he provides us freedom uh, to be able uh, to serve him and know him. And so, uh, Church family, will the rest of you stand to your feet? And I want us to pray with these thoughts. God, you are incredibly great. And Lord, you have allowed us to uh, know so much freedom and so much liberty here in this country. So much, indeed, that um, we've had this freedom and liberty to elect and to choose, sometimes unwise. Sometimes, Lord, we allow the blessing that you have given us and the prosperity that you've given us. Sometimes, Lord, we allow that to cloud uh, our real purpose and remembering the real gospel-centeredness of why we exist as individuals and as families. And so, Lord, today we want to bow before you. We want to, as these men stand in the gap for those who have gone before us, those whom you have used to provide us freedoms and liberties. God, we want to say thank you for that. And, Lord, we want to ask, uh, Lord, for your divine sovereignty and your divine protection, uh, Lord, for our country and for countries around the world. Lord, I not only pray for the freedoms of all of us who call ourselves Americans, but, God, I pray for the freedom and the liberty of people in North Korea and Iran and in China and Russia, communist places, Venezuela, places around the world uh, that are just led by either dictatorships or uh, cruel, cruel governments. And, God, I pray that we would never take our freedom for granted. And I pray, God, that you would raise up statesmen in our days, not politicians, but, God, that you would raise up some Christian men and women, some boys and girls and some young students who will be so thoroughly biblically grounded in a biblical worldview that they will be able to stand and provide leadership in our communities and in our counties and our states and ultimately in our country. And then, Lord, I pray that you would send us out as missionaries to countries and peoples around the world, not that we might uh, try to uh, spread American nationalism, but, God, that we might spread the gospel. And, Lord, that the gospel would truly set men and women free no matter, no matter what kind of tyranny of government that they are living under. And so, God, today we want to thank you. I thank you for um, people that I've known who have served our country and served our country well. God, I want to thank you, Lord, for people who have served our church and served our church well. God, I want to thank you for people you've put in my life and in Tracy's life who have served us, family and friends and grandparents and aunts and uncles and people, Lord, who've just made, you've used to make a tremendous difference in our lives. And so, Lord, for those who are believers and you've called them into eternity to stand before you, God, I pray that today they will have an awesome time worshiping you. And, Lord, I pray that you would use us as a people of faith um, Lord, to communicate a gospel and consequently gospel principles as it relates to our community and to our government. Lord, thank you for loving us. Thank you for the country in which we live. And I ask all of these things in Jesus' name. And you all said amen. Amen. You may be seated this morning. Thank you all for allowing us uh, the opportunity uh, to do that. John chapter 15, beginning in verse 12. Um, I can't wait to get to Habakkuk chapter 2. I just can't wait to get to Habakkuk chapter 2. Uh, but Lord willing, maybe next Sunday, and uh, as he begins to unveil and unfold this vision 
um, that he has, uh, being, as the Lord has this vision, he begins to unfold it to Habakkuk, the prophet, and he begins to remind him of who he is and how he and Israel, Habakkuk and Israel, is supposed to live. But uh, today, uh, just through uh, a lot of circumstances that has unfolded this week, a ton of conversations we've had, and uh, just really because it's Memorial Day, I want to lead us in a prayer for our faith family, a prayer for our faith family. And so let's read the word of the Lord together, and then just keep your Bibles open. You're going to see uh, some of these verses uh, on your screen. And I want to give us six words to pray today as a faith family. I want to pray them for you. I want you to pray them for me, for Tracy, for our family. I want us to pray them one for another uh, as brothers and sisters in Christ. And so beginning in verse 12, this is uh, the upper room discourse, right? And so Jesus is about to be betrayed uh, on this evening. He's about to be uh, betrayed. He's about to go to the cross on the next day. And so Jesus is giving his disciples over dinner, over Passover dinner, he's giving them uh, final instructions, and he's talking to them about what does friendship look like. He talks to them about really what uh, it, they're going to be faced with concerning the world, and he talks to them about faithfulness, and he uses all sorts of imagery that they would be reminded of. He talks about, uh, I am the vine, you are the branches, you need to abide in me, and there's this picture of uh, God's people, his followers being branches. And then in verses 12 through 17 that we're about to read, he uses this picture of friendship. And he talks about how not only do we abide as branches, but as his friends, we obey him. And then he uses this last discourse in chapter 15 to talk about how the world is going to treat them and how they need to respond uh, when they're not being treated well. And so he talks about how important it is for us to be able to endure and understand um, just those things that we go through in our life. And so begin, read with me, begin reading with me in verse 12. Jesus said, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing. But I've called you friends, for all that I have heard from my father I have made known to you. Verse 15 again. No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing. Now watch what Jesus says to them. But I've called you friends, for all that I have heard from my father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you, and I appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide, so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. These things I command you, so that you will love one another. How many of you have ever had a bad week? Will you raise your hand? Uh, your pastors had a terrible, terrible week. Not anything to do uh, with business meeting. Some of y'all uh, left last week and was thinking, man, business meeting was bad. But no one spoke against the uh, opposition of letting the school come here uh, and use the building and property. People just had questions, right? And we sensed that people had questions, and so we wanted to push that off when we realized today was Memorial Day, and you can look at the crowd and see we've got a lot of people traveling. We wanted to give as much time to entertain uh, that motion uh, from church council on whether or not, and our trustees on whether or not, 
uh, the school can use our facilities uh, Monday through Friday. And so I just, I just want to say something like that's the elephant in the room. Uh, it has been this week. I've had more conversations about that. My head is spinning. I've had so many conversations about that. None of them are negative. But I just want to uh, encourage you and let you know two things. We're doing our absolute best to communicate to you guys. You should have got a, a, a new updated question and answer in the mail. Did anybody besides Tracy and I get that? Raise your hand. I hope Becky sent that to everybody and not just me and Tracy, right? And so you should have got that in the mail. The updated question and answer is on our website. And so if you pull up our website, there's a pop-up that's going to come up. And if you'll give that just a, a second, maybe two or three seconds, it'll pop up and you can entertain that then. We had a question and answer session. We had a couple of folks come through on Wednesday night, this past Wednesday night. And we have another question and answer session this coming Wednesday night. And uh, we will probably do that, uh, I can't remember what time we said, maybe 6 to 7.30. It, it's in that, all that information, and it's in that communication. So you'll receive this week's Tech Connect. If you do not text or you do not receive emails, let us know that. Um, because that is the main way that we communicate, not the only way, but the main way. So let us know that so we can communicate fully with you. Now, let me get that elephant out of the room. Um, there is a motion, or there was a motion, it'll be brought back up, for us to allow Glasgow Christian to use our facilities Monday through Friday. But I want you to listen to your pastor's heart and Tracy's heart. On that day, after there's discussion, and the only reason we stay for discussion, so if there's a question that she may know or that I may know that we need to answer, we'll answer those. We're going to leave and we're going to let you all vote uh, the way that you feel like the Lord's leading you to vote on that particular uh, issue. It's the only thing that we'll deal with on that particular Sunday, next Sunday. Um, and so, but I want you to hear your pastor's heart. Um, church family, church council wrestled with that for a month and we brought it before the church because we feel like that it's a good thing to do and then we tried to lay out why it's a good thing to do in that question and answer. But I want you to hear my heart. If there are enough of you that are struggling with that, and what I mean struggling by that, you just don't want to do it in your heart for whatever reason, and you can't joyfully extend hospitality, we don't want to do it. If it, if it passes 90 to, or 80 to 20, 90 to 10, but there's just going to be some of y'all that it's going to push you up the myth tree, or it's going to cause you to struggle. We Listen to me. I do not want to be a stumbling block to anyone here. If you believe that, say amen. I just don't want to be a stumbling block to you. With that being said, I want to um, say a good word about the integrity of uh, your pastoral staff and a good word of integrity about your church council. Um, one question that I received this week was, were you guys trying to slip something through because you announced it on Thursday and then we voted on Sunday? Um, all of our guys would tell you, we said, if it's not enough time, we want to give our folks enough time to deal with that. And so um, and that's, that's why we responded the way we did. Um, I'm just going to tell you, if you feel that way about me and our leadership, you need to come to us and you need to get either get a new pastor or you need to find somebody that you can follow because uh, that's just not who we are at Calvary. 
we're, we're not just a bunch of underhanded people trying to do underhanded things. If you believe that to be true, say amen. Y'all didn't say it like you believed it. If you believe that to be true, say amen. We're just not about that. Now, we don't always get it right, and maybe we don't unfold something the way that it needs to be unfolded all the time, but we're not trying to get anything by on anybody. And so let's just take that elephant out of the room and deal with that. We want you. So what do I do with that, preacher? Pray about that this week. Uh, the school has a need. Um, one of the reasons we tried to get it before you last week was they would have loved to announce that they had a campus uh, at their last week of school so they could have informed everybody and everybody would have been able to say, well, man, we Lord's gave us a home for next year. And so, uh, but their emergency is not our church family's emergency. And so we're going to take another week to pray about that. If y'all have questions, uh, talk to any of your church council guys, talk to your trustees, talk to Tracy, talk to me, talk to anybody you want. If we have information to give you that doesn't infringe on the school's autonomy, we, we want to give you that information. Just like we don't want to give them all of our information, right? We, we as a ministry in a church, we have things that's our business that wouldn't be necessarily the school's business. And so we want to protect the autonomy of both of those entities. And so pray about it. Uh, it's a question of hospitality and grace. Uh, see if you want to do that. I think you can read the proposal. There's more than enough funding there to make sure that the property is maintained and taken care of, maybe in a better way than it's being taken care of right now. And so pray about it. Uh, you should vote yes if your heart is ready to extend hospitality and grace. But if you're going to struggle with that, if you're going to struggle with that hospitality, you should vote no. And then just know that this thing could pass overwhelmingly, but if we sense the temperature of this faith body, this faith family, is going to be in an uproar, an upheaval, or people are going to be fussing and complaining, we'll just keep looking, right? And they've been looking diligently, and we want to keep looking. And uh, so there you have that. That's the elephant in the room. I hope I took a significant uh, bite out of that elephant's hind end. And... Uh, uh, they say you got to eat an elephant one bite at a time. And so there you have it, and uh, we'll, we'll move from there. And so we're for you, not against you. You guys pray over it, and then we'll come together and make a good, healthy decision next week. If you believe that to be true, say amen. amen. And then the second thing that I want to share with you before we unfold this verse. Um, sometimes you just live long enough. Um, for me, it's weekly just about, but sometimes you just publicly blow it. And I just publicly blew it this week concerning Chris Short, uh, our student minister. Um, we have personnel team, and I've been talking about for a couple of years, making a change uh, with our family ministry. Um, we just, we feel like in some ways it's run its course. Uh, the people who are serving in that area are just at different stages in their life and different stages in their ministry. Some are ready to serve in various places and in different places. And so our personnel team's been talking about that, praying about that. We've been working on that uh, this spring and we'll continue to work on it this summer. We met with our stipend folks, right? And so that's that family ministry cluster of folks that help uh, Brian with students, which is Chris, um, who's part-time. And then that is Karen and Jenny and then Corey and Andrea Haynes. 
So we met with them about two months ago to just say, hey, this change may be coming. Personnel's not for sure yet, but uh, we just want to let you know if it's coming, we want to give you enough time so you can make preparations in that. And so uh, this past Wednesday, uh, I was going to share with them that they are going to move in that direction. And so I met with those folks. I was supposed to meet with them at 730 I was running late uh, coming out of a meeting. I didn't get in that room until about uh, 10 till 8 or something like that. I was significantly late. Um, I did not read the room. Uh, I did not realize one of our teenagers was in there right off the bat until I already got into what I was going to share. And so I was sharing with them that we personnel was going to recommend to the church sometime when they had it ready to recommend that we were going to be moving in that direction. Uh, we asked our folks to serve out the rest of the summer. We asked if everybody was good with that. And uh, I could tell by Chris's expression and what, how Chris responded. He said, well, give me a day or two to respond to that and to think about that, which I responded, come by and talk to me and see me. But I, I want you guys to hear my heart. I blew it. I blew that. And so uh, it grieves my heart that I blew it. And if you say, how did you blow it? I should have probably dealt with those folks individually and pulled them out one by one or just met with them individually and did not take the time to think through that uh, enough. And so uh, that that's on me. That wasn't on our personnel team. That's squarely on me. And so I love the Sharps. I love Kendall and Brittany and Camden. I love Chris and Michelle and uh, Madison and Brittany. <laughs> Madison's like, wait, what about me? <laughs> I, I do. I love them. And they're visiting. If you're saying where are they at, they, they're going to visit a new great nephew, maybe, is who that is. Uh, is that who that is? And so, um, niece, great niece. But I, I want you to hear this. Uh, Chris is upset at me, and he should be. Maybe he would use the word disappointed, uh, maybe not upset, um, and he should be. It was, um, while I did not aim to uh, embarrass him, no doubt that was embarrassing. And if you all put yourself in his shoes, you could imagine uh, that. That was certainly not our intent at all. Um, but when you're Randy Shaw, you live long enough, uh, about weekly, you put your foot in your mouth some way uh, or another, does anybody do that here uh, besides me? Thank you all uh, for being honest. And so if you say, well, what's, what's going to happen? Uh, Chris communicated Thursday, and he would like to just go ahead and, and be done with that now. Uh, I'm not for sure. I've not talked to him uh, since that time, but praying that we'll have that opportunity to talk and meet and uh, work those uh, things out as we move to the future. And so... Uh, if you hear of something, you're going to know that's what's unfolded. Uh, did Chris do anything that I should have handled it that way? He did not. Uh, preacher, why did you handle it that way? Uh, I just sinned. I just sinned. And so if you're saying, were you malicious in that? No. Um, but I know wisdom, and I know the Lord, um, and I know the blessing of timing. And to know those three things and then not exercise them, that's sin for me. Does, does that make sense? 
And so uh, should have waited, should have waited and thought that through a little bit. And so um, I, I have asked Chris to forgive me uh, in uh, response to his email uh, to me and to our uh, personnel team. And um, I told the kids this morning that I love them and that is true. And y'all don't need to flood them. They've got no horse in this race. I told the kids, I said, me and your daddy are sideways, but I'm going to trust that the Lord's going to take care of that. And so uh, if you say, gee whiz, it's Memorial Day. Pastor, what are we supposed to do with that? You're supposed to do what a faith family and a bunch of believers should do. You should pray for your leaders. Uh, you should pray for your pastor, pray for our staff, uh, pray for our church family. And so uh, the best thing that I know to do in a situation like that is to pray. And so uh, I want to give you these six words this morning that I want to invite you to pray for me. I want to pray them for you. I want us to pray them for one another. And I want us to move forward in the grace and the goodness of the Lord. Uh, number one, the first word is abide. Let's pray, faith family, that we would be abiding people. He talks about us as followers, that the necessity for us to abide as branches. A matter of fact, in verse 4 and 5, he says, Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Um, and so I want you to pray that for us. Uh, I wouldn't uh, be truthful if I didn't say Tracy and I are living in a pressure cooker right now. And so uh, not our home. Our home's not a pressure cooker, but both of us are uh, leading ministries and we're both waiting on the Lord and both seeing how that's going to unfold and uh, transpire. And so... Um, that's just a, um, that's just sometimes can be a pressure cooker. And so what do I need to do? I do not need to, I need to wait on the Lord. I need to abide in him and, uh, we need to do nothing apart from him. Uh, and so we, we want to encourage you to pray that not only for us, but to pray that for, uh, one another as well. And you can see, uh, is there a prayer? Did you include those prayers, Wes, on the screen as well? And so uh, you're going to see after each of these, uh, there's a prayer uh, to be there. So under each of these, I've given our prayer. Brian can send this out on Monday, uh, or not on Monday, but on Tuesday or Wednesday, so you guys can have them. And so Jesus, help us realize you've chosen us, called us, and appointed us to be fruitful, to engage your mission, to go into our community and the communities of the world, and represent you and your kingdom by sharing and living the gospel. Lord, prune us. Now, I want you to hear something, faith family. That's a dangerous prayer. And so if you, if you pray today, oh Lord, prune us, prune our pastor, prune our staff, prune us, prune one another, prune our faith family, I want to encourage you and let you know the Lord will do that. And I'm not telling you that it will feel good, um, but it'll be profitable and it will allow us to produce much, much uh, fruit. And so our prayer is, uh, therefore, we need you to abide in us uh, through your holy word and holy spirit fill us with your spirit fresh and new so our prayer is jesus help us uh, to abide in you forgive us when we think we can live the christian life apart from you the first word is abide the second word is joy let's pray for 
the joy of the Lord. He says, these things I've spoken to you that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. Our prayer is um, really just that Jesus would fill us with his joy because it's his joy that we ultimately need. It's his joy that is really authentic and it's his joy that is ever present. It's present when circumstances are great and it's his joy that's present when circumstances don't seem to be that great. And so we pray, Jesus, fill us with your joy. Help us to know your presence, your love, and your mission. May we find our significance and our strength in you, always remembering, as Nehemiah 8.10 says, the joy of the Lord is our strength. How many of you believe the joy of the Lord is our strength? And so we want to pray that. If you're here and you're going through tremendous trial, you feel like your life is in the pressure cooker, and you're thinking to yourself right now, man, I need the joy of the Lord. Well, it's as close as the mention of his name. Uh, the joy of the Lord abides in you through the presence of the Holy Spirit. And so I would encourage you to ask him for that. Uh, the word is abide, the word is joy. And the third word that I want to encourage us all to pray one for another is this, the word love. In verse 12 and 13, Jesus says, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. Our prayer is, Jesus, help us to know your love. Help us to know how truly unconditional and sacrificial your love is. Help us, Jesus, to love without limits and demonstrate your love to one another in the church and for those outside of the church, right? We want to love one another, but we want to love those who are not yet in the church, right? We want to love those who are outsiders. We want to love those who need to be uh, loved in that particular way. And so empower us to abide in your love. The third word we want to pray for one another is love. The fourth word is verse 14, and it's the word obey. It's the word obey. Jesus said to his disciples, you are my friends if you do what I command you. This is not the first time, but the fourth time in this, in chapter 15, that he speaks about the importance of following him in obedience. If you love me, he says, you're going to keep my commandments. Here in verse 14, he says, you know what? You're my friends if you do what I command you. And so we want to make our prayer this morning uh, that Jesus, you commanded us to obey you and your word as true followers. We want to obey Jesus through his word. Lord, strengthen our faith and give us resolve to obey your words with our whole heart. We do not want to obey reluctantly, but we want to joyfully surrender to your lordship, delighting in Christ and Christ alone. Right? Obedience should not be reluctant, but obedience should be delightful. If you understand that, say amen. And then go. Verse 16. He said, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide, so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. And so our prayer, we're going to pray in just a few minutes, and whatever the Lord puts on these folks' heart, who's going to be leading us in prayer, is Jesus, help us realize you have chosen us, called us, and appointed us to be fruitful, to engage your mission, to go into our community and the communities of the world and represent you and your kingdom by sharing and living the gospel. Lord, prune us. I think we got ahead of ourselves. I did a little while ago. Lord, prune us and make us fruitful is our prayer. 
we want to pray that we would be willing to go as God commands us, that we would engage uh, the mission and that Lord would make us fruitful. And then last but not least, the word is endure. The word is endure. Beginning in verse 18 down through verse 27, he talks about how the disciples should expect the world to treat them. And he says, because they've hated me, they're going to hate you if indeed you're my friend because you're following my commandments and you're obeying them. What Jesus was saying is, the more you look like me, the more the world's going to hate you. And it's really important for us to know that that when we leave this place and we go to minister in the world, that we're not, the world's not always going to receive us because it didn't always receive Christ. And it's really important for us to know that there's going to be times that unbelievers are just unkind and, and they're cruel. And the reason that they are is not because they're opposing us, so we, we need not take that personal, but it is that they're opposing Christ. And they're opposing the Word of God and the, and the Spirit of God who abides in us. And this is the way he says it in verse 18 and then 20. If the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hated you. Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. And so our prayer is, Jesus, make us faithful servants who endure, who endure the hostility of the lost world. May we follow you unashamedly, identifying fully with you as servants of the one true God. Jesus, we are not greater than you, so teach us to expect and endure the joy and difficulties of the faithful Christian life. My brothers and sisters, uh, it's just not true that when you come to Jesus, everything is gee whiz and hallelujah. When you come to Jesus and you follow Jesus, there are real difficulties that occur in life. And some of that is because of our likeness to Christ. Some of it is because of our own knuckleheaded disobedience. But some of it is because we are trying to live faithfully in a lost and dying world. And so this is what I have asked some folks to do today. Um, they're going to, I'm going to lead us in this first prayer. I can't think of a more joyful person uh, than Tracy. She, um, you just think about this woman. Uh, she lives with me now for um, going on 29 years. Somebody say, oh me. Right, there you go. Uh, uh, she's, she's raised a house full of boys. Every pet that we've ever had, including the boys' hamsters, they were all males, right? They were all males. So um, she has walked with the Lord, and she exemplifies the joy of Jesus and uh, I'm going to ask her to pray that God would give us joy, uh, one in our hearts and then one with another. And then love. Uh, I've asked Jeff Allen, where are you at, Jeff? I've asked Jeff to lead in that prayer. And so uh, one of you guys doing the mics, and then Justin's got a mic, so they'll bring you a mic. Obey. Uh, Karen would, I mean, Karen Maxwell, I think I did this last time. Karen, would you pray that we would just obey as followers of Christ, that you would obey, that your family would obey, that I would obey, that our church family would obey the Lord? Would you do that today? So Karen's going to lead us after Jeff, and she's going to pray that we would be obedient to him. And so I'll pray Tracy, Jeff, Karen, and then Mike Pickrell. My brother, will you pray that we'll go, that we'll be sold out to the mission of Christ, the Lord will prune us and make us fruitful, and that... Um, our church will double, triple, we'll plant churches 
just all over the place. Will, will you do that? Uh, we got people heading on. Uh, we got a young lady heading to the mission field, folks heading to the mission field on Montana. Paige is getting ready to go to a totally new land. Uh, Davis is coming home. Pray that we'll go. And then endure. Lastly, endure. Belinda, where are you at? Uh, if you want to come up here uh, and pray up here, that way you'll be close to the piano. And maybe you can just play at the piano as people are um, praying, if that's not too long, uh, to do that. And so um, if you say, man, what kind? this ain't church as usual. Um, Isaiah the prophet said that the Lord spoke to him and said that his house should be known as a house of prayer. How many of you think it's a profitable thing to pray? Will you raise your hand? So let's do that uh, this morning. I'm going to pray and then Tracy and then uh, I'll call on you guys to pray. Give, give these guys, Justin and whoever's running the mics, just a second to get to you. Let's pray together. Father, how we need you. Um, Lord, the folly of my week and the foolishness of my decisions, Lord, was because I did not abide, but I uh, acted in a hurry. And so, Lord, I... I pray, God, that you would forgive us of every time that we um, roll up our sleeves and put our hands to something when you're calling us to abide. So, Lord, I ask that you would lead us as a faith family, that you would lead me, Tracy, uh, Levi, and Jacob, and Kerr, and Caleb, and Ruthie, and our entire family, and every one of our people in our faith family. God, will you teach us the blessing that we have to be branches that are engrafted, grafted to the one true vine that grants us fruit and life. And Lord, I pray that, uh, Lord, you would help us to realize that apart from you, we can do absolutely nothing. And so, God, you tell us, you command us, abide in you. But, Lord, you said that you will abide in us. And so, God, I pray that we will uh, decrease and that, Lord, you would increase in us, and, Lord, that you would allow us to have that abiding relationship, not just knowing your word, but waiting faithfully upon you to work and to move according to your word. And so, God, I pray that you would help us to abide. God, I confess my own sin, and uh, those times that just act either in a hurry or those times, Lord, that I act too slow, Ask God that you would um, teach us fresh and new the wonderful, the wonderful lesson of waiting, uh, Lord, and uh, waiting joyfully in, in all of these things that we're about to pray. And so, God, I pray that you'll bring it to pass in our own heart and in our own life. Tracy, would you lead us to be joyful? Lead us in prayer to be joyful people. Will you do that? Lord, we do want to just continue to uh, pray and uh, bow before you. And, uh, Lord, we know that, uh, just as Randy's mentioned, Nehemiah tells us the joy of the Lord is our strength. And so, Lord, um, it's, it has to be a choice um, every day to uh, rely on you and to uh, live in that joy that you provide. And, Lord, I know there are people here today that have had life circumstances that I know nothing about. And uh, they are much deeper in uh, walking in joy uh, even than I am. And so, Lord, um, 
just help us to apply the principles of being able to live a joyful day, and that's being in your word and communicating with you and fellowshipping and enjoying the encouragement of our brothers and sisters in Christ. And, uh, but most importantly, Lord, big picture, life is temporal, and we're here just for a short time. Help us to be your hands and your feet. Help us to be the people that is going to make an impact on others, that uh, they are going to see our joy in all circumstances and know that we aren't capable of that apart from you. So, Lord, help us uh, to allow that to open doors to be able to share with others that you are our rock, you are our Savior, and us to be able to share uh, why we have that, that you have saved us and that you have changed us and you're continually changing us. So, Lord, we just, uh, I pray for our church family today. Lord, they are um, a huge source in my life that provide me joy. And I know they do that uh, through you. Lord, you are our joy. You are our strength. They provide us encouragement. They provide us love. And uh, so, Lord, we uh, thank you uh, that no matter the circumstance, and again, I know some people are, much deeper in circumstance than I am. But no matter in our circumstance, Lord, help our focus and our reliance to be on you. Help us to have uh, a joy that is contagious. Uh, Lord, we love you today. We thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Jeff, will you pray for us? Father, I just thank you. We thank you for this uh, opportunity to be able to gather in your house and be able to worship you, Lord. We thank you for such a great love that you have for us, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you have uh, you've given us your very best, Lord. We are so undeserving of your best, but Lord, you you gave us your Son. We are just so we love you and thank you for this, Lord. Lord, I thank you that uh, you love me, Lord. Uh, I'm a very very flawed individual, Lord, very flawed man, and but Lord, you you never, you have a love that would just will not let go of me, and I'm just so grateful to you for this, Lord, that you, for this wonderful love. Thank you for the greatest display of love, the cross, Lord, where holiness and love intersect, Lord, and just thank you uh, for this, Father. Thank you for our pastor. Thank you for our church family. We pray that you uh, continue to be with us and uh, help us, Lord, that we may serve you with a glad heart and a cheerful heart, Lord. We love you in Jesus' name. Karen, would you pray for us? Father God, we just um, come to you humbly, God, today, thanking you for who you are. Thanking you for your son, Jesus, and God, that he was obedient to leave heaven and come to earth, die on the cross for our sins, God, so that we could be forgiven, be reconciled to you. God, thank you for your word, that we can know um, your commands, and we can know how you want us to live. Father, I pray you would give us great courage, and I pray that you would strengthen us, God, and allow us to be obedient um, to your word. Father, the uh, 
just reminded the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, and all the rest. God, it's because of your Holy Spirit living in us that we can uh, exhibit those gifts and we can uh, be loving and joyful and obedient to you, God, and to those um, that you put in our paths and to our church family. And Father, I just lift our church family to you. I pray that you would draw us close to you and to each other. God, that you would just cause us to be obedient to your word, uh, to share your love and your forgiveness with those around us. God, that we would just be able to be examples of um, what Christ came to earth to do for us, that we might just be extensions of that to those we come in contact with and those that don't know you. God, we thank you. Thank you for just loving us and for Christ's obedience to die on the cross for our sins. God, it's only through you that we have any hope whatsoever. Yeah. And I just thank you for that and just God pray that you will work in our lives in a mighty, mighty way for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Gracious and Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, so much this morning. We thank you, Lord, for the precious spirit, the God that's in this room. We thank you, God, for the precious word of God that leads us and guides us. And, Lord, through your spirit, Father, we understand your will. We pray, Father, that you just, Lord, just instill in us to follow your will and not our will. God, to just uh, look over the hindrances and those things that would beset us. But, God, keep our eyes and our hearts focused upon you. Father, we pray that you, God, would just open doors and give us the backbone, Lord, it takes to walk across the street. Tell somebody about Jesus and the love of God. Lord, help us to have the faith that it takes to tell co-workers about you. God, that you might move in a mighty way and open doors, Father, for those, uh, Lord, that might be in the next county, in the next state. God, that you would just move in our hearts, Lord, and, and, and that you would open doors that, that we could go on short-term missions or maybe long-term. Father, that we just open up to you. And God, trust you. Increase our faith, God. Just, Lord, just, just supernaturally, God, speak to our hearts and give us the resources to do what you want us to do. Bless our church. God, it would continue, Lord, to teach these things and help us, God, follow your will. In Christ's name, amen. Belinda. Father, I just pray that um, as we study your word and hear your word preached and taught, and as we um, walk daily with you uh, in prayer and through your word, that um, you would give us the strength and the power to endure, to run the race that you've set before us. Father, I, I know that uh, when we talk about enduring trials and troubles that just like Tracy prayed that my own experiences don't even um, come near to what what others endure and what others have have suffered and struggled through Lord 
um, we get so um, comfortable here that we can't even imagine what others endure for the sake of your name. Help us to remember that and to, to keep our eyes on you, not look back at, at what's uh, been in the past or whether that's good or bad, uh, not to stay there, Lord, but to, um, to keep our eyes on you and on the path that, that's before us. Um, Lord, I pray that you would work in us all these um, fruits that the others have prayed about love and joy and peace and and Lord that um, that desire to to go and be on mission for you Lord I pray you would work that in us I help pray you would help us um, my generation and older Lord that you would help us finish well um, some maybe got us late start in growth as I did Lord but I pray that you would never stop working in us that we would not stop seeking your face and seeking your truth and seeking your plan for our life. I thank you for um, how you have helped me endure through different um, stages of life and difficulties, many of which were uh, of my own choosing, Lord. But you never gave up on me. And you never let me walk alone. And I pray that you will show all of us, Lord, that if we will abide in you and if we will abide in your word and stay close to you, that we can be strong and courageous for you go before us. And I pray that, that for our church family, Lord, that we would stay focused on you and on the mission and on the prize, Lord, and uh, that in that way we would not falter and that you would enable us to endure because we can't do it in our own flesh, Lord. Try as we might, we need you. Thank you, Jesus, for never leaving us or forsaking us. And I pray it all in your precious name. Amen. I want to invite you to stand to your feet on this Memorial Day Sunday, and we want to sing you are awesome in this place, mighty God. And as you're standing to your feet, I was reminded during that prayer, I, uh, I don't know that if I said it or not in the beginning, but... Um, I would tell you, I didn't represent our personnel team or our church council well on Wednesday night. And so, consequently, because I'm like the figurehead of the church here, right, the local church, the Lord is our head, um, but then there's that pastor, right? Uh, so you all forgive me as well for not representing you well uh, in that meeting uh, with Chris and those folks. Um, with all that being said, uh, Jesus is faithful. If you believe that, say amen. God is awesome in this place because he is Lord and he is master. We are a people who believe his word, who believe his word. And so let's glorify him. Uh, Justin, when you're done, you feel like the Lord's done, you dismiss us. Let these folks go when you do that.